Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go. With KHON2 weather, Chevy Chevalier. Good morning, 6.52 on your Wednesday morning. And I just want, everybody's going to have different weather today. It just really depends on which island you're on. We have variably cloudy skies right now over Honolulu. And the wind conditions are going to be uh, uh, different too. Uh, they'll be stronger as you get up to uh, Kauai and closer to the front. And they get weaker as you go down toward the big island. Right now you can see the shadow activity associated with the front. You see the yellows and the oranges, even some reds in there. So rain, heavy at times for Kauai. But the weather gets different as you get down toward Oahu. The rain really hasn't, the moderate rain hasn't started yet. It's not even picking up at the airport yet. Just scattered light showers, if any at all, for Oahu. Now, Oahu later today, in the afternoon, evening, a chance for showers. Some of them could be uh, heavy at times, and a, and a small chance, a lot smaller chance for thunderstorms for Kauai, and then a small chance for heavier showers. Now, we'll say mostly cloudy. The clouds stretch all the way down to Maui County. Mostly cloudy for Maui County, and uh, a couple of light showers. And the same situation for the Big Island. Just partly to mostly cloudy with a couple of showers. You can see that flow coming up out from the south and the southeast. So that's how I've broken it down. The worst of it's going to be for Kauai. Chance for rain heavy at times. Not a chance. There's going to be rain heavy at times. Maybe some thunderstorms and possible flooding. Less of a chance for the thunderstorms. Less of a chance for heavy rain. And the rain will hold off till later for Oahu. And then for Maui and the Big Island, we're just talking about partly cloudy skies. To mostly cloudy skies. It's already mostly cloudy, as you can see the cloud coverage extending from this all the way down uh, to Maui County. So uh, that'll be the situation as we go uh, through the day today. And you can see how the winds are stronger as you get up toward Kauai. All that mostly out of the south. We won't get our trade winds back until Saturday. And you can see this with our long-range precip outlook. The front kind of just hangs out here between uh, Oahu and Kauai as we get into Friday, and then it just kind of fades away. And it doesn't. It takes until Saturday before we start to see those trade winds come back into play and then it looks as if they're with us all the way through next week. There is a flooded watch out that just means conditions are probably favorable for a chance for flooding later. That's just for Kauai till 6 a.m. tomorrow in the pink shaded areas or the small craft advisory. You can see we start clearing things up and start to get our trade winds back. Just keep in mind not thunderstorms for everybody just how I broke it down there and as we get into the weekend trade wind weather back and it looks as if it'll be with us all the way until next week. That's a look at your weather. Now, how about the surf with Betty? Good morning, Betty. Hey, Chevy. Good morning. Yeah, well, that front is messing up the surf, especially on Oahu and Kauai. We've got small craft advisories posted in our channels for Kauai, also in the Big Island Channel. But that south wind is making everything bumpy and choppy. The south shoreline's two feet, maybe a plus, but it, it's not looking too good, not very rideable. So maybe a no-go there. Sandy Beach, one to two, along with Makapu'u. And the north shore is just super small. Maybe some half-footers coming through. Uh, barely enough to even learn how to surf on so pretty small a little bit of uh, increase tomorrow out of the northwest so for the north uh, and west shoreline so we'll keep you posted on that uh we've got the west side makaha today flat to maybe a foot and they're picking up those winds also those south wind chop low tide about 10 17 minus four high tide 530 1.8 Sunset 7.05, rising around 5.53 right now. All right, guys, have a great, safe day if you go in the water. Here's today's need to know before you head out the door this morning. Japan has approved a plan to release wastewater from the damaged Fukushima nuclear plant into the sea. 
It comes as health concerns linger. The water remains highly radioactive. Dozens of mental health workers at Kaiser Permanente are beginning a three-day strike this morning. They say they're overwhelmed and need more staff. Kaiser says it believes the strike is unwarranted. Those with appointments are being contacted. A former Kauai Police Department employee has been indicted for felony theft. According to court documents, Mika Lin Hironaka allegedly used a computer to steal more than $20,000. And authorities need your help after finding this explosive device near the freeway on Ala Aulani Street. Anyone with information is asked to call the FBI office at 808-566-4300. The outlook for this year's Central Pacific hurricane season is set to be released at 10 o'clock this morning. You can watch the presentation live at KH12.com. There's another high school graduation ceremony tonight at the Stan Sheriff Center. This time, it will be Waipahu High School. The arena opens up at 5 p.m. Masks are required inside. The Board of Water Supply is once again asking Oahu residents to conserve water. The city is doing its part by cutting water usage at parks. That includes limiting the time the fountains run and installing low-flow plumbing fixtures. And hundreds of spots are still open for the city's summer fund program. If you want to sign up your kids, contact the summer fund site directly by phone. There's no need to wait in long lines. Yesterday's celebration through downtown in Waikiki was no doubt an unforgettable moment for the UH men's volleyball team and their fans. That's right. The Bows showered with cheers and lay from fans during their national championship rally. And now the team's hard work is literally paying off with these athletes being able to finally make some money. Sam Spangler explains. This is the first academic school year where name, image, and likeness profits are allowed under NCAA rules. The amount of love that the island has for this sport and for our team is just insurmountable. It's, nothing can compare. Guillermo Voss is one of dozens of UH athletes that's been able to profit off of sponsorships. The university's been able to do so. And now the athletes can too. Off the Hook Poke Market and Unique Low Hawaii are two of the companies that sponsor Voss. And with the national championship in tow, he could be adding more. Well, the men's volleyball team has become the most profitable NIL team on the University of Hawaii campus. I think because of their visibility, the success that they have obviously as back-to-back -back national championships make them very marketable and brands want to work with that. I think it's uh, evident when you saw people waiting in for hours to get their autographs and photos with them today. On top of Voss, Ryan Kalei Suji's RKT represents and manages 21 other UH athletes. He says athletes like Voss have even created LLCs to set themselves up for business. I think the highest paid athletes that we've worked with uh, are probably making, uh, have probably made about 10 grand in a year. Uh, so pretty, you know, good for the first year, but it all can range from $200 to thousands of dollars. It really just depends on how willing the athlete themselves are also wanting to get out there which can be a lot for a college student, especially men's volleyball, which has to split four and a half full scholarships across their 23-man roster. 
more can be done by the athletes and the school. I think there is a learning curve of the University of Hawaii learning like what is allowed, what's not allowed, and then the athletes themselves learning how to leverage their name, image, and likeness to really sell themselves. Sam Spangler, KHON2 News, working for Hawaii. Students from the Coalition for Tobacco-Free Hawaii Youth Council are being recognized for their work against big tobacco companies. Dallas Ontiveros joins us live from the state capitol with more details. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Ross. And yes, the youth are here and they're joining us here on Wake Up Today. Please welcome. This is Josh Ching. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. We also have Logan Lau as well. Good morning, Logan. Good morning. Both Kamehameha Schools seniors, class of 2022 right here. Happy and congratulations. So for those who are just joining us here, we've been talking about the council and all the work that you all been doing. But for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about the council and how did you get involved? Yeah, the Coalition for Tobacco-Free Hawaii's Youth Council is a coalition of over 80 middle school, high school, and college-level students from across the Hawaiian Islands fighting to end the sale of flavored tobacco products and towards a tobacco-free Hawaii. Um, I initially got involved because um, I, I care deeply about how Native Hawaiians are disproportionately impacted by the tobacco industry's targeted marketing. Interesting point. We'll elaborate on that on Wake Up Today. But for you, Logan, how is it like spreading this message, peer-to-peer -peer awareness? I mean, you have to feel some sort of peer pressure when it comes to this topic. Absolutely. I think peer pressure is something that's inevitable when you're involved in something like this. But it's something that, again, just to echo what Josh said, it's something that I am passionate about as well just because of my native Hawaiian heritage and things like that but I think um, one big way to get involved is to attend one of our webinars or our community events which educate and help to educate the community about the dangers of flavored tobacco products and really help to get youth involved. Let's talk about House Bill 1570 that relates to vaping and also flavored tobacco products. You all are asking Governor Ego, Governor Ige, excuse me, to veto this bill. Tell us uh, why would you like him to veto this bill? What would you like lawmakers to know? Yeah, so initially we were in really strong support of HB 1570, largely because it was fighting to end the sale of flavored tobacco products. But over the course of the legislative session and just recently as it was passed, a number of industry planted amendments were included that exempts over a thousand e-cigarette flavors, including menthol. And the problem with this is it um, widens existing disparities for Native Hawaiians in particular, Filipinos, African-Americans who are disproportionately targeted by the tobacco industry through these flavors that are about to be exempted, which is why we're asking the governor for a veto. And for you, Logan, you know, why do you think this House bill got so far? It was really targeted for you to protect our youth, but it sounds like there are some loopholes. Exactly. So like you said, it got so far just because initially it started off with such great intentions to ban all the sale of all flavored tobacco products. But as it made its way through the chain of command, um, things called like poison pill amendments were added and this kind of essentially killed the bill in a sense that it provided the loopholes necessary for the tobacco industry to circumvent the whole legislative process and really the essence of the bill. Interesting points. Thank you so much Logan and Josh for your time. They're still going to be hanging out with us here on Wake Up Today and there are any developments when it comes to what is happening here at the state capitol including House Bill 1570. We'll keep you posted in our future newscasts and also online at kh12.com. Reporting out here at the scene, Dallas Navarro's H12 News, working for Hawaii. And that was your morning news. Find all these stories and more on KHON2.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Then tune in right back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. for everything you need to know with KHON2Go.